So as we always do, tell me about the wizards and not real wizards. I'm talking about those Washington wizards, baby. Yeah. So you mentioned the wizards. Uh, this isn't actually about the Washington wizards. This is about a different thing called the 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 wizard. Um, this is a uh, so one of our previous guests, Nate, has moved near I've me recently, and he's addicted to nicotine. So we had to go to a vape shop because he was going to die if we didn't. Um, He's going to die. That's how it works. Yeah, it's how it works. Um, So we went to the vape shop and I'm standing there with my friend uh, Matt. And we're waiting in like the line and like in this vape shop, it's like just all vapes and bongs all around Mm -hmm. my kind of my kind of place, my kind of place. I, Mm -hmm. I buy bongs every day. Um, for those viewers not aware that is facetious, that's not my thing. So I've never no. been into a place like this before. And Matt kind of like, he bumps my shoulder and goes, Hank, look. And he points at a, a box that's in like the glass. There's like a glass counter with a bunch of, you know, bongs and vapes and whatnot. There's the cool the box and it's called the wizard. W H I Z Z A R D. And below that, it says, Urine fetish kit, and my fight or flight response in like activates. Like I start like like panicking <laughs> just because like all of a sudden I'm like I'm in a place where that's being sold. It's that that's not like a vape. Why is that at a vape shop? <laughs> I who knows what they're doing with the piss. I maybe they're vaping. <laughs> God, uh, that is. <laughs> but it's just like. This box is just at the front. It just says, this dope kit will will satisfy all your needs. And like, it just like, it caught me so this off guard. Dope kit. B- being in, being in a location where that's being sold. Because I didn't go into that location expecting that to be what I'd encounter there. Yeah. And I did start like panic breathing involuntarily upon seeing that. Jeez. So that's my wizard story. What? Why is that? Because like a vape shop, I, I'll be honest, I've never been in a vape shop. I've never had a reason to. But it, it seems like they would just sell like nicotine stuff. Yeah. And or like weed paraphernalia. Yeah. So that that guess, feels like it should be in a different store. Yeah. But yeah. this one was being entrepreneurial. So now we know. Yeah, I don't remember which vape shop it was. So if anybody, if any of our viewers are <laughs> desperately scrambling for one of those, I can't tell you where it was. You can probably Sorry. find it on Amazon. Yeah, this is true. You can get it one yeah. day shipped. Awesome. Check our link in the description. You'll be able to find <laughs> We're it. We're an affiliate. We, we get a, we get a small <laughs> commission if you buy it from our link. Yeah, if you buy it using our link, we get a little kickback. So please just show us a little <laughs> love, you know. All right. With that, uh, with that fantastic and sanitary topic, let's uh, let's get this podcast started. Yeah. What is up, everybody? Welcome to No Good Ideas. My name is Hank. That's Bradley. This is the podcast where we talk about all sorts of bad ideas throughout history, from lousy leadership decisions to PR disasters. We're going to cover it all. And it's going to be... Oh, you go for it. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Let's do it again. (laughs) Man, I step on your toes once. I got to restart the whole thing. It's fine. Guys, I think he's pissed at me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to No Good Ideas. I'm Hank. That's Bradley. Bradley, what did you want to say? I was just going to riff. I didn't know what I was going to say. You're all good. Just keep going. (laughs) Don't make me turn this podcast around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just going to say, this episode is going to be a movie. Ooh. So, Bradley, the pandemic's over? Not oh, really, but yeah. we've pretended it is. We pretend it is. That seems to be kind of, you know, up in the air. Um, but what is, have you been going to a lot of movies lately? Now that you can? Um. I I'll be honest. I have not been to many movies in a theater recently, um, but I want to get back into it. You know, I, I don't think I'm at that level where I can get that like AMC pass or whatever again. Yeah. Um, dude, that was the one of the best periods of my life was getting an <laughs> AMC pass. 
just going to like three movies a week. It was my, awesome. My mom did that and she was living life. She was going yeah. to movies all the time. She loved yeah. that thing. It and was then so good. That's a great the, idea. The coronavirus decided to be a silly goofball and mess it all up. Um, yeah. So I want to get back into it, but as I've been watching movies, just non theaters. Okay. So. I love going to see movies. I've actually been having a lot of fun going and seeing movies lately because mm-hmm. I've been going and seeing stuff that I, I think that I like t- before the pandemic, I wouldn't have. I think before the pandemic, I would go to the new Marvel movie and that would be my movie budget for the right. month because that was expensive. And I had to tune into the new movie that was functionally a TV episode um, in the gigantic series of movies. And I think that's yeah. what a lot of people did. And it was a pretty big shift in the the marketplace, the movie marketplace that mm-hmm. happened um but lately i've been going and seeing just i've been aiming to see movies that aren't big franchise things and it's been a lot of fun i've been really liking it but movies are expensive yeah. and they just keep getting more expensive popcorn mm-hmm. costs a ton it costs you know 15 bucks to get a, a medium soda and then 15 bucks and 20 cents to get a large one so i guess i'll get the large one because it's only 20 yeah. more cents and, and here's the thing. Can I can I rant about movie theater concessions for a bit? Absolutely. absolutely. The small is too small and the large is too large and True. the medium is not enough. True. It is like <laughs> I cannot because I was like, oh, I'll probably get a small. And then I see the small. I'm like, well, that's going to last me like before the beginning credits. And it was like, all right, well, let's look at the medium. And the medium's like way, it's it's either way too much or still way too little. And you're like, oh, what's the large? And the large is humongous. Yeah. And you just feel terrible by the end of the movie. And it's insane. And we need a reasonably sized concessions. Let's bring that back. But doing that would cost a, a, a large fee. Yeah. And honestly, I'd be willing, I, I would say I'd be willing to pay more for a reasonable size, but they're already so expensive, I probably wouldn't. Exactly. I was like, you would? Why? Yeah. <laughs> eh. So yeah, that's my mini rant. So it's expensive. Yeah. As our rant is concluded, it is expensive to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. And um, people know this. Movie theaters know this. I mean, they have to make all their money off concessions because movie studios take such a huge chunk of the profits from ticket sales. And um, so it's they're aware of this. They're aware that this, this is a competitive thing. But what if there was a way that you could pay a monthly subscription to see a certain amount of movies at a discounted price? Yo, we were just talking about are we talking about movie pass today? We are talking about yes. movie pass. Finally, this should have been in season one, it's baby. Right? Yeah, in terms of bad ideas, like we've talked about some, you know, we've talked about Quibi. This is this feels like a Quibi style bad idea of like a well, actually, I don't know. I actually I think this is quite different from Quibi in when you really get into it. Um yeah. and we're gonna get into it because Oh, I'm so excited. This story that's was, so funny I mentioned the AMC pass because that's like movie pass but better. It yeah, actually works. It's a big well, part of the better. story too. Yeah. Movie pass's relationship with AMC is actually quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um but let's go back. So when did you first hear of Movie Pass? I heard about it in high school because I knew a couple people who had a movie pass. Um and I don't know. It it was just it was in that before, like, honestly, before college, I didn't go out and see a lot of movies often. I didn't like. Yeah, I liked movies. I like watching at home. I just didn't really go out and see them and didn't take like it didn't take until college to be like, you know, that seems like a cool movie. I'm going to go out and actually watch it. And that's also because of like where we lived. It was relatively hard to see a movie that wasn't like the big blockbuster. That's true. Um, That is very true. Um, now it's hard to see any movie because they tore down the movie theater or are going to, uh, can I, uh, can I give a quick, uh, kickback on that real Mm -hmm. quick? So I met up with JT, shout out JT. Oh yeah. Uh, He was in town. Um, and he was talking about that and he was like, Hey, did you hear that they're tearing down the movie theater in town? This is a very inside baseball for, uh, people listening, but don't worry. It's going to be good in a second Uh, because the, uh, arts festival in town is buying it and turning it into like a town like arts center. So there's okay. going to be like uh dance studios and a radio station and like a little theater and stuff like that. Whoa. And they're keeping one of the theaters as a movie theater. 
And so okay. you'll be able to go and still see like movies there. So they're okay. not tearing it down. They're buying it. And I think it's even going to be cooler. So shout out, shout out the cool. arts festival. And Somebody, shout out the farts festival. <laughs> Am I right? Somebody told me it was going to be apartments. So they lied. Um, I don't Someone remember it who it was. Apartments? Yeah. So I've got somebody I've got to beat up, but I don't remember who. So you are lucky, my friend, that I, mean, I don't remember which one of you lied to me. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, there's a bug. It's Get your gone. bug. It's gone. Um, I should turn my ringer off. So let's go back to 2011. That's the thing is that the reason I asked you when you heard of this, because like 2011, we weren't in high school. We were in middle school. Um, oh, yeah. And this, this probably uh, most of our viewership, like myself, probably started to hear about this in like 2018, 2019, because that's when it really mm-hmm. became like a thing. Right. Um, but this is existence is 2011. It was founded in 2011 by Stacy Spikes and Hammett Watt. Um, and Stacy Spikes has had stake in a few other companies. I don't have them written down here, but he's, he's done some other stuff. So. Okay. It launched a beta in June of that year in San Francisco for $50 a month. Um, and how the initial system worked was that you had to print out a voucher from home and bring them into a theater to redeem it as a ticket at participating cinemas. So it had to be okay. like the, the the movie theater had to accept the vouchers. And there was confusion yeah. with that because some people thought that they were going, they could just get the voucher and be like, all right, I can just walk in anywhere. And because of this, uh, they ran into some issues with theaters kind of resisting. A lot of theater chains were like, you're just kind of giving out tickets at a discount. We don't I don't know how I like that. Yeah, especially AMC. Mm. AMC has not liked them for a while, but it it starts to heat up in a bit. So theaters were a little hostile to this. Um, There are also some other issues. Uh, User claimed that the voucher system was cumbersome and found the price to be too high for the amount of movies they could go see. So the company went on a temporary hiatus after this first beta test. 50 bucks a month for movies is a lot. Like saying yeah. that, yeah, that's like five movies a month, like to make ends meet. And that's without like concessions a, without concessions. And that's like making it like that's the budget day, like the Tuesday for 10 bucks. Yeah. And you're like, so at that point, you're you're kind of having to make sure that you go and see five movies a month. And yeah. also the uh, the average price of tickets was lower than I don't have it written down for 2011. But later along in the story, I do have average ticket prices of, as a point of reference for how valuable this is. Gotcha. So stay tuned, listeners. You might yes. know the average ticket price. <laughs> um, Got gripping stuff on this episode. Oh, yeah. Average ticket prices. Crazy, crazy cool. Um, so uh, that's the most intense sound effect I can have. Uh, I don't have a new sound effect of the week. Sorry. Uh, are there any sound effects? Uh, yeah, nothing. I got nothing. I'm sorry. I'll make a funny noise. All right. There you go. You guys got a funny noise. <laughs> That's your new sound of the week. Yeah. Um, in October 2012, after a nationwide beta, they switched to a mobile app, which included a prepaid card. So even though theaters weren't into this, um, the theaters couldn't really resist it because in the end you were just kind of going to the movie theater and buying a ticket with the movie pass card that was on your phone. Right. So this is already a lot less cumbersome than the whole printing out thing. And also theaters can't resist it, but theaters didn't want to be a part of this anyway. Uh, in a statement to the Hollywood reporter an AMC spokesperson said, AMC has no affiliation with movie pass and we've had no discussions with the company about participation. So they're they like really don't putting out public info to say, we don't like this. Yeah, they don't like it. Um, so but people could do it anyway, because it was just a card. You can't really turn down a credit card. They're still paying you with the card. Um, yeah. So as of 2012, in a Time article that I found where somebody was reviewing the service in its state at the time, um, their prices ranged between $24.99 and $39.99 a month. For a range of services. Um, one thing that I liked was that it it said that users could only see 2D movies with the past. Because that was more of a thing back then was going to see 3D movies. And they're like, no, no, no. This is only for the 2D ones. You don't get those premium fancy 3D movies that are Remember totally the future. Eventually we will all be watching 3D movies. <laughs> yeah. Is the new Avatar movie going to be in 3D? That's a good question. Yeah. I kind of want it to be. 
Yeah, we should just bring that one more. Let's just one just more for the road. One more time, just as, <laughs> yeah. as a funny little joke. I think it could be yeah. silly and funny. They can make the glasses blue and everything. Just yeah, make them it. blue yeah. or red. Make it awful. Make it hurt. Mm-hmm. Make sure the movie's three and a half to four hours of sitting there with the blue and red goggles. Yeah, put us into pain, James Cameron. Please, we mm-hmm. want to. Um, so average ticket price in 2012 was 7.96. Now, something I didn't write down unfortunately, is how many movies you could see with the, the different pre- the different range. So I actually can't quite calculate the value of that um, for that time frame. But there was a range of different plans for how many movies you could see a month. And it was more expensive. So you can see that, like, it's $24.99 a month at this time. Um, and if you've heard about MoviePass, you'll know that the price went down from here eventually. And we'll get there. Uh, mm-hmm. In 2016... So they'd existed for a while with these higher prices and people used it. It seemed it kind of was dedicated more for um, frequent or not frequent, but like avid moviegoers that wanted to go see like a lot of movies and more niche movies in the theaters. That was kind of what it was for. Yeah. Um, So in 2016, they brought on Mitch Lowe as their new CEO. He was a former executive with Redbox and Netflix. So we had some knowledge in this kind of area, movie distribution and viewing. I will say Redbox for it being kind of like an old quote unquote old way of getting movies of like renting DVDs. They're killing it. I see them all over yeah, the place. They're everywhere. I see. Yeah. yeah. Every grocery store. I see a Redbox pretty much mm-hmm. like I think Harris Teeters, especially they might have some sort yeah. of partnership with because I always see a Redbox. So right. They know what they're doing in terms of like almost being the last vestige of the blockbuster concept of physical movie renting and distribution. Yeah. Um, So when he came on as CEO, he started considering a new range of prices. Most notably, the unlimited plan in this kind of new range of prices was $100 a month. Which you better be going and seeing um, probably 11 movies because at this time, the average ticket price was $8.65. So you're seeing more than 10 movies a month on this unlimited plan. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, like you'd have to be making sure you were or else you'd be not using your getting your value out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so later that year, this was what was considered. But later that year, they finally unveiled their new prices. Their lowest was $15 a month for two movies per month. That's not what at eight sixty five. That's basically a small discount. Yeah. Well, what's the point? That's just a hassle for you. Yeah. Especially if you don't want to see any movies that month, then you're wasting right. money. Exactly. So That's how they get you. Not a great value proposition here. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of the story is about prices. Prices aren't fun to talk about, but when it goes crazy, it gets fun. Okay, I promise yeah. you guys. Okay. Yeah, I'm just giving you kind Stick of a around. sense of the ups and downs of this company and why the bad idea here is so insane. So then in August 2017, they were acquired by a company called Helios and Matheson. Matheson. Don't know. And they then announced their new price, $9.95 a month, one movie a day. Any You can see as many movies as you want, just limited to one movie a day. And this is when I started hearing about MoviePass. This is when everybody started hearing about MoviePass because tickets were starting to go up a little bit. So it was like probably around nine-ish dollars. It, it was getting close to $9 in 2016, so by 2017, it's getting up to $9. So... For $9.95 a month, and you can see between like 29 and 31 movies, depending on how many days are in that month, you are, you, this is insane. This is a great deal. Great deal. It doesn't make any sense for a company to do this, because how do you make that profitable? I don't know. That was kind of the question. Um, So. And do you think we should answer that question after this short break? I think we should answer that question after this short break. It's a great idea. Let's advertise a company that might actually be profitable. Mm-hmm. No good ideas. We'll be right back. Speaking of money, let's talk more about it. Hank, let's what do you got? More about money. And this story also does manage to become not about money. So be, be excited Ooh. for that as well. Um, There's a lot of things to this. Yeah. So... When they announced this price point, AMC made another statement. Remember, AMC hates these guys. AMC mm. hates MoviePass. <laughs> they said that they were, quote, 
actively working now to determine whether it may be feasible to opt out and not participate in this shaky and unsustainable program. That's biting. That is calling a company a shaky and unsustainable program is nuts. Yeah. So they AMC hates these guys. Um, And the goal for profit profitability here, their plan was to drastically increase their uh, user base and then sell the viewing data of the films to advertisers, kind of like Google, YouTube, um, their business models, Facebook of being free, but collecting and selling users, personal information for advertising. Yeah. And that's, that's the the price of everything now that has like an insane deal to it. A lot of people, I remember even me being like, how are they doing this? That makes sense. Why are they one of the most profitable companies ever when I've never given them a cent of my money? Right. Your information is worth a lot. Yeah. So, um, they were going to sell movie viewing data advertisers, which something I'm curious about is, how useful that is um i mean to to the big movie like the uh production companies like warner brothers and disney i feel like that'd be pretty important maybe yeah so we'll get to what ha- how successful that was by february 2018 their subscribership had exploded from 200,000 to 2 million by june of that year it had over 3 million so if their goal was to increase their user base they sure as hell did. They yeah. really did. Congrats. They did it. Yeah. You they guys did win. It. You guys succeed. Yippee. You're a successful company. Nothing can go wrong now. Yeah. Um. So they've got over 3 million people making a killing on paying... 10 bucks a month to see as many movies as they want, basically. Because yeah. I'd say that 30 movies a month is functionally unlimited movies. That's... Y- yeah. Like, you can't go see multiple in a day, but that's pretty dang close to unlimited because, like, if we have people that are a- a- air-passing this, like we learned yeah. in our last episode, people who take full advantage of the system, they're seeing way more movies than they could possibly need to. It's going to become part of their lifestyle to use it to its full extent. Um... Mm. And I think they they were kind of banking on people not using it to its full extent. And in the end, I think that their average like per subscriber movie usage was that people were seeing 1.5 movies a month on average of their subscriber base, which is pretty low considering what people could do, but still puts them at a a loss, you know, a pretty significant loss. It's still, you know, like one third of their the money that they're spending they're not making back. That's so funny that literally they're offering $10 a month, unlimited movies. You can see as many movies as you want. And as soon as people see on average, more than one movie a month, they're like, Oh no, we're losing so much. Money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this became big news because this is nuts. This is a crazy deal. So everybody's like, this is so cool. You got to do this. So mm-hmm. everybody's doing it. It's increasing their subscriber base, but they're losing money like crazy. Um, but they're in the news and they've got a subscriber base. So they start expanding their business ventures at Sundance 2018 in January, 2018, they announced their new subsidiary movie pass ventures, which would co-distribute films with other companies. They ended up co-distributing two films. The first one, Gotti starring John Travolta. No way. Yes. Gotti? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> T, that's insane. Yes. If you, if you listeners, if you don't know, Gotti, that was released back in like, I think it was like my sophomore year of college, and it was panned as just trash. Just, yes. Specifically, I actually have a review quote here as the worst mob movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes critic score and a 24 awesome. out of 100 on Metacritic. But mysteriously, its audience rating was rating was 80 percent with a comparable number of audience reviews to Incredibles 2, which was in theaters at the same time and made 105 times more money. So for like it, Gotti had 7000 audience reviews. The Incredibles 2 had 7600. But the Incredibles 2 is getting 105 times more viewership. So something fishy is going on there. And also, yeah. The audience reviews are really positive for Gotti. 
Um, Also, Gotti's marketing began to incorporate the disparity between the audience and critics rating, um, declaring the critics to be trolls behind a keyboard and saying to trust the people (laughs) and see the movie. That's hilarious. Okay, I respect that. (laughs) And um, people started to be like, hey, is MoviePass trying to rig the view the the audience rating yeah, for this movie they are and, and yes so while rotten tomatoes made a statement saying that they found that there was not fraudulent behavior with the reviews uh it was later noted this is from wikipedia that um many of the written reviews for Gotti were from first time uh writers on the site and many of these reviewers also mysteriously seem to want to praise one other movie American Animals, the second movie released by, by Movie Pass Ventures. Oh yeah, I saw that. And this movie, this movie was fine. It got yeah. eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes and sixty out of Metacritic. It was apparently okay. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? Nah, <laughs> I never heard it of was, it. You, oh yeah, it was weird. It, it it was based on a true story, and it was like it had like documentary like interview elements, and then they would like recreate that like what they're talking it was it was weird it bounced around too much between real and like Hmm. fictional i don't like strange okay so we got a podcast on podcast review here wasn't a good movie but um so there seemed to be some weird review shenaniganry going on with this company right and let it be known that this will not be the end of movie pass company shenaniganry um it is just the beginning (laughs) Oh, sweet. So, they're losing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I, I switched up two points of my, my notes here. Um, so, okay. The math is boring here. There's a lot of math. There's a lot of numbers. But I'm just going to give you a couple stats to give you some scope of how much money they're losing. Um, gotcha. In May 2018, so this is less than a year after this price change. Their cash expenses are exceeding their revenue by $40 million that month. That is $40 million down the drain for this company. And they they announced in May that they expected it to be $45 million deficit in June. So how did they attempt to solve this? Um, They already, before they made this announcement, um, in April of 2018, they were starting to fiddle with the idea of um, trying to maybe not lose so much money so fast because that's not sustainable as a company. So in April 2018, they quietly removed the option for new customers to get an unlimited service with instead three movies a month uh, for $9.95 plus a free trial of iHeartRadio for three months. (laughs) Wow, what a deal. Get three months of a free service. That's great. But three movies a month for $9.95? Still not still, bad. Still not bad. That's still two free movies. Yeah. Like that's twice the average person like seeing movies. It was like 1.5 for three. Yeah. If that existed today, I would still do it. I, I would I would go get yeah. it. And I need to. Look. Yeah. I'm curious about AMC stuff because I actually don't know much about it. So I want to ask you more about how that works at the end of this at the end of this whole story. Gotcha. Um. So two weeks later, though, due to some understandable backlash uh they reinstated the unlimited plan introducing the three per month plan at a cheaper 795 still a good deal that is a great deal i'd take still that a good deal i would take it um but they still so there was like a little bit of like a you know a quiet change of how it worked but then they started doing some other things that ramp up in weirdness to shadiness in how to make money back selling merchandise all right, that's yeah. fair. Start removing films from being accessible through the service. At first, not telling people. So it was controversial that people couldn't get tickets to Fallout, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. And then they later announced, oh, yeah, there's some movies you guys won't be able to get access to, including our uh, Wikipedia reference to the Meg as one that um, 
uh, that was of note that they announced people wouldn't be able to go see with the pass. They couldn't see the Meg. Yeah, the one that had um, uh, Dwight from The Office, that silly, goofy guy from The Office, and a shark. What could be better? Yeah, um, that's the Meg. Then they forcibly reset the password of 75,000 view- users, lying, saying that it was done due to suspicious activity. And then making it so that the password reset system didn't work for over a week. That's hilarious. So they just locked people out of wow. being able to do it. They're paying customers. I had no idea they did that. Yes. Uh, they also created a new random audit. I did air quotes. Random audit Unquote. process that would randomly ask viewers to prove that they had gone and seen the movie by photographing the ticket stub and submitting it. In actuality, this audit system was targeting their top 450,000 most active users who were using the movie pass the most. It was also an error-prone system and would sometimes close accounts uh, by saying that they failed to prove it. That this is insane. Yeah. So they're really trying to get people to just get off this service. Yes, they are. They are because they're. Literally, this service having customers is losing the money. So they are trying to get people off this service through shady behavior. Um, They then added, and this is nuts. They just added a tripwire mechanism that would make people's accounts stop working after seeing three movies in a month. They did not inform users of this limit. Their accounts would just mysteriously break after seeing three movies in a month. That's crazy. So uh, these motions made executives fear repercussions, not only with their consumer base, if they found out, but with the Federal Trade Commission, uh, yeah. who did file a legal complaint over deceptive business practices. And those that's that uh, case was settled in 2021. They were. Oh, sued wow. In, that recently. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was kind of interesting to me. Um, they were sued in 2018 over blacking out popular movies such as Mission Impossible or The Meg on the service. And then they were sued again in 2019 for bait-and-switch practices. This is insane. I had no idea they went this hard with it. Me neither. I just knew that it was a bad business idea that was, like, super cool for us people who wanted to buy it but didn't make any sense for the company. So I was like, how long is it until this flops super hard? Um, In August 2018... A sad and entirely unexpected thing happened. Uh, they announced that all subscribers will be transitioned to a limited monthly plan. Uh, to I think it was to the three movie a month um, plan. And by April 2019, due to this, so they basically said, hey, we're going to change your plan back to being limited movies per month. Uh, so cancel if you don't want that. Otherwise, we're going to keep charging you. And within the year, their subscriber base had dropped 90% back to basically where where they were before the uh the price change the big price overhaul um of 225,000 subscribers and then well, they they achieved their goal <laughs> yeah yeah they 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 had the subscribers and then oh yeah nobody wanted the advertising data so it wasn't that <laughs> useful to companies <laughs> so nobody was buying it that's funny i had no idea <laughs> that it was that invaluable so their whole their uh their whole plan just and they lost metric shitloads of money. And then we can shed some tears, maybe maybe some boo sound effects on the uh, the, the soundboard. They announced their closure in September 2019. That's Who so sad. Seen it company. Uh, seen it company. Seen it coming. Hold Kinda. on one second. <laughs> Movie Pass. An eight-year-old company. They gave people the option to see as many movies as they wanted, created memories and stories for generations to be remembered. They literally just basically sacrificed themselves so people could go see movies. People had a great summer because of them. Yeah. People had really really good summers. (laughs) So even though they had some shady practices and were kind of silly on the whole monetary front, we owe these guys a salute as they sink into the ocean for what they did for hum- humanity and moviegoers nationwide. 
But the story isn't over. <gasps> I don't have a cheer sound effect. I need more sound effects. You do. I have a boo <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> the story is not over. In November 2021, again, pretty recently, a bankruptcy judge allowed the sale of the company back to one of its two founders, Stacy Spikes, who has announced that the company is looking into a relaunch. Its <gasps> website is active and has a sign-up option to be notified of future developments. Wait, hold on one second. Uh, hold on. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside. This is celebratory music of the fact that Movie Pass like, isn't over, baby. It was like, just getting started. That was just a bump in the road. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Back again. Movie, movie pass. pass. Back, back, back. back again. Alright, so movie pass, pass is back. Movie pass, movie pass, movie pass, movie pass, movie pass, movie pass, movie pass. Get on with the story, Hank. I, oh, that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's we just know that it's potentially relaunching and that Oh wait, when was this announced? This is in twenty twenty one, late twenty twenty one. So we haven't heard anything since then. Let's look at their website. I haven't checked. Let's go to moviepass.org. Moviepass. It's not a dot com. I don't know. It wouldn't be surprising to find out they're like a, a nonprofit technically. <laughs> it's called the their website says the future of cinema movie pass 2.0 through dynamic ticket pricing, centralized smart advertising. MoviePass is creating an end-to-end cinematic marketplace that will allow theaters to respond and innovate to moviegoer passions and demands, resulting in the future of cinema. That what was a that lot mean? of words. What is I that? I don't... Get out of here, MoviePass. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. Um, Get out of that with that, that jargon that no one knows about. There was, There is... Okay, so there's three things on the website. There's this, yeah, jargon, jargon sentence that sucks. There is the... Uh, email uh input for notify me when movie pass 2.0 is launching and then a thing that says join the live stream and yeah there's you click on it it says watch the youtube live stream with stacy spikes as he unveils how movie pass is creating the future of cinema and all right let's watch it there was a 40 minute long uh event streamed live on youtube where stacy spikes was Head talking. Um, then he's muted for the first little bit of it. <laughs> I am not going to watch this whole thing. He, I am literally playing the video right now. He is muted and talking. And <laughs> really excited. Oh, hold on one second. I just got to show you this. This is hilarious. So this is the big release of Movie Pass. You know, they they've really they've really had you know uh, they've had a, a tough few years. Um, but now, now they're all going to come back and, you know, this is going to be it. This is going to be the big movie pass. They've been hyping this up for a long time. Here it is. The new movie pass. And his mic isn't working. Yeah. He, so there's this guy, he's in front of a movie screen and he's talking. There's a cameraman behind him and he's talking. He's giving that whole Ted talk vibe with it and all. And there is nothing there. He, I, I'm not muted and everything. Yeah, he's giving a Steve Jobs energy right now. Um, really excited to be here. Oh. And the guy oh, he just the didn't have a mic. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, he just so didn't really have a microphone. The guy walked and... out and passed it to him. Yeah. That's Shout crazy. Out. Shout out Movie Pass. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. There seems do you to think be you're going to do it? I mean, it depends on what it is. When was it streamed? Uh... February 10th, 2022. Oh, wow. Okay, so that wasn't too long ago. Yeah. So, we'll see what it is. I mean, honestly, if it was just somehow, like, if they somehow made it work, the option of three movies a month for nine ninety five or seven ninety five, I would buy it. Yeah. I would do it. Absolutely. Um, Same here. That would be super fun. So, hey, MoviePass, just bring that part back, please. Yeah. Please? That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we'll see what happens. Yeah. So now you know why Movie Pass might have been a bad idea. But maybe it won't be anymore. Maybe it won't be. The yeah. future is bright. Well, or or maybe they'll get another episode on Movie Pass. <laughs> that would be really funny. Yeah. I would love like I don't think many of these ideas have had uh second rounds to screw themselves up again. So We've got right. a unique opportunity for this podcast and for for humanity as a whole of mm-hmm. funny goof up stories. Yeah. Any last yeah. thoughts before we go into a uh, good idea, bad idea? Um, I want to tell you, you're asking about the uh, AMC pass. Right. And yes. What I paid for an AMC pass during sophomore year and a little bit of junior year, I paid twenty dollars a month. It was twenty dollars a month. But. I could see three movies a week at any AMC theater. And there was one right downtown with really nice seats. And the tickets were usually like 10 to $12 a pop. So I saw like a movie a week and it paid for itself. And that's no really good. Yeah, that's really freaking good. I yeah. kind of want to get that. Yeah, I would get it. But there's no AMC. There's a Regal Cinema near here, but there's also a budget movie theater that has like $1 Tuesday movies. So I think what? I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, that's oh, you and did bring not, that up. That's so cool. And it's not the w- other one that I was talking about because that movie theater closed down. Oh. So there's <laughs> another one. So I'm hope I have to support this one because <laughs> my support for the other one wasn't doing it for them. There's, uh, there's so. just another there's another uh, another movie theater. There was like, wow, that theater that was doing that really great idea closed down. Was it because that idea didn't, didn't work? We'll take our chances. Nah. <laughs> we'll try it again. We'll do it. Round two, baby. Let's see if we get closed down, too. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, AMC stubs. And yeah, so looks like AMC won this whole yeah. battle. AMC, <laughs> as of now, is the, the champion. Yeah. Hilariously vit- <laughs> hilariously vitriolic towards MoviePass. That's mm-hmm. a good bit. Um, yeah. Angry AMC theaters. And with that... Let's go into a good idea, bad idea. Yeah. You know what? I got a good idea that is uh, relevant to this topic. I was going to talk about, I originally was going to talk about how uh, fireworks on the 4th of July are a bad idea, especially where I live, because people just don't know how to blow them up. And there's, I watched the news as I was leaving work. We have the news on and there are 33 reported fires in our city because (laughs) of fireworks on the 4th of July. Um, so yeah, uh, idiots playing with fireworks and technically in Idaho, okay. In Idaho, you can buy fireworks, but you can't shoot them off. It is illegal to shoot off. You quote unquote, can't shoot them off, but people do it anyway. So you can buy them, but you have to sign a waiver saying I will not blow up these fireworks within state lines, but you can still buy them. It's insane. I I guess I just don't like fireworks, but that That is besides the point. Yeah. Happy for the July, everybody. Some um, pretty well-known Twitch streamer, I think, burned down his house on yeah, stream. I saw that. That was. I don't think he burned down his house, but it was very close. He was very stupid of lighting up a. a it's like a, an aggressive sparkler. A legitimate in a, in a firework. Yeah, yeah. In a, what seemed like a closed room. But anyway, <laughs> enough about fireworks. That was going to be my bad idea, um, and I'm talking about that just so I could sneak in two for this week. But my good idea <laughs> is a movie that my friends and I watched. So uh, my roommate had his friend from Oregon over this weekend. And on Sunday night, um, because, you know, we had Monday off, so we didn't have too much going on on Sunday night. We went out. We The previous night, we had a lot of stuff going on. So we said, like, let's take it easy and let's watch a movie. And we decided to watch the movie RRR or Triple R on Netflix. Have you heard of this movie? No. It is a Bollywood blockbuster. Oh, boy. And it is fantastic. I bet they it is. They thought it was okay. I loved it. So first of all, let me tell you a little bit about Triple R. I'm just going to call it Triple R. I don't know if it's called RRR. It's literally the title. It's just three capital case R's. It might be R. Um, maybe. Um, but first of all, you know how I don't like long movies? Yeah. This movie is three hours long. Um, Whoa, okay. Yeah, and uh, we were originally planning on watching it in halves, watching it an hour and a half that night, and then watching an hour and a half the next night. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided, we sat through the entire thing, and it is amazing. It is a 
story is how can I describe it? It is a action like rebellious rom-com thriller adventure. So it's basically it's about uh India during like the colonial times where Britain was uh colonized Britain. And I don't want to give too much away, but this happens like literally in the first like few minutes of the film. Uh, a, a little kid was kidnapped from a village in India by like the British government. The British monarchy uh, kidnapped this kid. And it is about India rebelling against Britain. So it was a perfect 4th of July film. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. It was, true. It was awesome. And there is so much CGI. All animals are CGI. And, and are they bad CGI? No. no. It's like decent CGI. Oh, yeah. okay. And the choreography is amazing. I bet. There are, oh, I haven't even gotten it. There are several musical numbers in what? this. It is a super violent film. There, It is one of the most violent films I've ever seen in my life. Um, it is so... Just if you ever want to like watch a movie with your friends and you're just like, I just want to just like turn my mind off and just like to see like a blockbuster. Triple R is the way to go. It sounds like everything in the movie. It literally is everything. It is the best action movie of the year. It is the best rom-com of the year. It is the best musical of the year. It is so much in one movie and I love it. And I honest to God, I think I really hope that the main stars of this movie become big in the US because I think they could do some big things and break out into an even quote unquote bigger market, even though Bollywood's like the one of the biggest movie yeah. markets in the world. But I just want this. I want to see them in more things. Okay. So yeah, it is so freaking good. I'm going to have to watch that. That sounds fun as hell. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Honestly. We'll yeah, I'll tell yeah. you what you think on pod. What I think on podcast. I'll make sure to follow this up. Yeah. Um, my bad idea actually relates to the fireworks thing because I went into Washington D.C. for the fireworks yesterday. Except, well, not for the fireworks. I went to to meet a friend of ours in D.C. Cool. And uh, uh, Grant Kirkland went and saw Grant Kirkland in D.C. because he he was was in D.C. Yeah. So he's up in Maryland, and he came down and uh, and visited us in D.C. So I went with friends Nate and Paige. We went up there, drove up there, and our goal was to leave before the fireworks. Because everybody would be coming in during the fireworks, so should be easy to take the highway out of the city. Because everybody's trying to come in, so nobody's trying to leave, right? Yeah. To go out from the fireworks. Well, they blocked off all of the exits onto the highway that lets you leave the city, so nobody could leave. Why? I don't know. So. So. so- I was just in this large group of cars that was trying to figure out how the hell to get out of the city because every single exit on I-395 South is blocked. Now, they announced these road closures beforehand. I didn't know that. And so, and I was originally going to take the Metro in, but when I called my friend saying that I was going to do it, he was like, oh, there's going to be Metro closures, so you should drive. Uh, And I was like, okay, I'll drive. But basically, I ended up driving around for damn near two hours on what should have been basically a 20 minute egress um as ways fumbled around and we fumbled around with like adding points onto the route to put us on a loophole out onto i-66 east that i think was meant to be blocked off because they just they were letting people in still but they just wouldn't let people out it was insane i don't know what was up with it i'm i'm still pissed it sucked um so, so the bad idea is don't go into D.C. on July 4th because I don't know how it works, but they just trap you. And um, so we basically found this loophole spot where there was some point they'd failed to block off where we basically escaped on an empty I-66 east out of the out of the district. And I-66 West was clogged with people either trying to go in or figure out a way out. And I was seeing people just going over the medians to get driving over the medians to get onto I-66 That's insane. So it's like a apocalypse. It had become an anarchy. That is insane. <laughs> and the police weren't doing anything about it because they were too busy blocking off the exits. So it was just anarchy. So why did they close it? Was this for the fireworks? Why are they closing everything yeah, down? But like they weren't making it so people couldn't like I like I just don't get it. Why would you make it so people can't leave? Make it so I people can't get in so it doesn't become too crowded. If people want to leave, let them leave. It's less people. Yeah. 
in a small space. So that was horrible. I kept saying I was about to have my Joker moment, and eventually it did happen, um, where I just kind of broke. Uh, did you ever meet Grant? Oh, th- we saw him, and then when we tried to leave to go out after That's Grant, right. Yeah, I thought you were going in. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, we were just trapped in the city. Gotcha. For way longer, and I had somewhere to be. So I made it late, but, like, in time for what I wanted to be there for, at fireworks somewhere else. Uh. But, so, look... I'm sure there's some reason that I don't understand that I didn't check the road closures. You know, it's my fault. I didn't check the road closures and I didn't plan ahead for that. But I'm sure there's some reason they decided to close all the exit close out all the exit points. But for someone who doesn't know that reason, that does not make any sense. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Let people leave the city. So I'm never going into DC for the July 4th fireworks again. And neither should you, listener. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get stuck, and you'll you'll have to drive around. Already a terrible place to drive around, I might add. I hate driving in that city; it sucks so bad. Um, you'll be stuck doing loops in there. I will say the most stressed out I've ever been was driving near DC. That's right. When we were coming back from our New England road trip. Yeah, yeah. So that's my bad idea. I mean, it's kind of an it can it can be extended out to just driving in D.C. Bad idea. Yeah, but this is a particularly bad time to be driving in D.C. So don't do it, listener. That's my my advice to you. And with that, I believe it's time to uh, like I found my way out of D.C. Find out where we can find the members (gasps) of this podcast. Bradley, (gasps) where can they find you? They can find me at Bradley with a knee on everywhere, on everywhere, on uh, everywhere, at, everything all at once. Yep. Everything, everywhere, movie. all at once, uh, which is a great movie. Uh, at Bradley with a knee on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, where Letterboxd is speaking of movies. Um, and you can go to Brad.rocks and see everything that I've ever done. Hank, what about you? You can find my animation work at YouTube.com backslash Hank Far. Watch our feature film, The Spy Files, The Mystery, and The Missing Orb, as well as all of my short films, particularly The Beekeeper. That's a really good one. And you can check out my Lego hobbyist work at Faraway Bricks on Instagram. And with that, is it time to uh, is it time to do our outro? Oh, wait. No, no, no. We got to know where we can find the podcast. I'm about yeah, to skip the podcast. A step. About to skip this, a step. this podcast you're listening yeah. to. If you yeah, like yeah, this yeah. podcast, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. like this podcast, you can review it on Apple Podcasts. Um, on Spotify too, or wherever stars. you can review your podcast. Uh, you can also find us at No Good Ideas Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yeah, if you don't go and rate us five stars on on uh, you know Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we will not go on and rig our audience scores because that's not how we do it. We will yeah. not pull a movie pass to do that. So our podcast will just suffer if you don't. That's the mm-hmm. stakes. We're not going to yeah. do something. I don't know if it's illegal, but just kind of messed up. Shady. Uh, Shady, exactly. We're just going to suffer if you don't. So if you don't want us to cry and suffer and and sob ourselves to sleep every night, go review us five stars on on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And with that, I believe it's time to do our outro, our classic outro that's super funny and hilarious. Yeah. Movie ball! Movie ball? That's what Movie Pass 2.0 is going to be called, movie ball. All right. It's going to be a sport. (laughs) I can see it. Thank you.